0: Welcome to ContenderCast, a global leadership and consumer industries entrepreneurship podcast centered on shining a light on bright
1: ideas. And now, here's your host, Justin Hahneman. Thanks for tuning in. Thanks for downloading. Thanks for listening. It's Justin Honneman on the ContenderCast for Shining a Light on Bright Ideas. Today, we're in the world of glasses, we have an incredible brand on today, Zenny Optical, and my guest, first time ever on the contender cast, Bai Gan, who's the chief product officer. I can't even wait to unpack and learn about this company, this space that's just booming right now, and uh, I'm just fired up. So, Bai, it is so great having you on the podcast. Yeah, thank you for having me, Justin. I'm so excited that you're here. Um, I had so much fun. As usual, I love to do my homework on guests and understand their background and the company. And you guys are in this affordable eyeglass space. I can't even wait to unpack this. This is something that applies to so many people. And it's a brand that's just an up-and-comer and and a grower right now. And um, I think it'll be just a fascinating conversation. So let's start with this. So researching you and understanding you and your background, I saw you had... Strong background in physics, quantitative methods, economics, public policy, information systems, and amazing. And here you are in in this product role at Zenny. So, talk about your background a bit and what you what got you over to Zenny.
0: Uh, sure. So, um, you know, an alternative explanation. Um, my experience is really uh, somebody who is lack of focus, right? So, I did <laughs> I physics. <love> <laughs> um, I yeah, I got a full scholarship to pursue a PhD in uh, business school, focused on information systems management, which I dropped out working for uh, in Hong Kong, actually at the time, uh, for the Li ka Shing Foundation, you know, the um, the billionaire philanthropist. Sure. Where I focused on higher, higher education reform. Um, Mr. Li, have you ever heard of him? Absolutely. He's very, yes, he, he I think he partially owns the Panama Canal and <laughs> along with um, his uh, in investment, Uh, worldwide. So, But I actually focused on higher education reform uh, that was in collaboration with UC Berkeley uh, because he was also a major donor for. So he was actually borrowing resources from the U.S. to reform this university in mainland China that he was a refugee of when he was 14, fleeing the country, you know, as uh, during the Sino-Japanese War. Wow. Uh, but in, anyway, so I learned so much as a very young person, just in, entering uh, workforce and working for some uh, brilliant bosses who had, you know, uh, you know, wealth of knowledge in all fronts: investment, uh, philanthropy, higher education. Uh, problem-solving to be, you know, uh, particularly that was important, Sure. I acquired. Then I continue my, continued my education. I, uh, you know, uh, got into UC Berkeley, um, had a postgraduate degree in public policy. Right. Yep. Uh, and and then, you know, just stayed in the U.S. And I was uh, working as the director of international relations for UC Berkeley, running executive education programs for almost 10 years. Uh, before I joined Zenny um, selling glasses now.
1: That's so. <laughs> so crazy! I love it. You know, I love to. Th- I like to dig into the. You know, my guest's backstory because a lot of times, you know, the, it, people think there's one pathway to their career, right? And here you were doing international relations and public policy work at. UC, UC mm-hmm. Berkeley right and then and then you made this yes. move to Zenny um, what almost seven years ago um, talk about that how did you decide that to, to change direction a bit or maybe it wasn't maybe you're leveraging some of your background what, what did that look like
0: uh, actually that's um, uh, you that's exactly like you uh, pointed out in your last remark uh, that actually my current job takes advantage of uh, all my Uh, prior experience skills, um, which is quite interesting, I guess, that's also influenced by just just the way I look at the world, right? Sure. I always felt like I like to see the connection. Um, I like to um, sort of extrapolate and then, you know, specifically, obviously, uh, physics was very handy uh, <laughs> right. for me to quickly grasp, you know, the the optics, you know, which is largely physics, uh, optometry, but, uh, uh, you know, mathematics wasn't too difficult for me either. Um, and then public policy really was a great tool that I use daily in management and problem solving. Um, so basically is is really applying a very you know rational stoic uh, approach um to new problems and understand alternatives understand how i evaluate you know different options i have and then also you know applying leadership you know skills and because team is really you know uh something we rely on to execute. Sure. Uh, so I felt the whole thing kind of came together. And then in addition to that, you know, I haven't mentioned my other uh, prep pot pursuits. I'm actually a trained singer, performer. I saw um, that. You
1: know, I, I saw you were in the choir. <laughs> and you what. Did. I love that. I mean, I love music. I sing also. I never even bring that up on the podcast. But yes, I love that you've got that musical talent.
0: Yes, that's actually very interesting. I actually had commercial recording uh, when I was 10. So I was pretty serious as a kid. But then uh, what's related is that uh, I think there is that performer in me because, uh, you know, ultimately I'm the one here talking to you, trying to um, unpack Zenny. So I think uh, performing in front of a crowd Uh, early on that really gave me, you know, very unique uh, training uh, in just dealing with nerves and and then trying to tell a good story, trying to uh, connect the dots. Um, So yeah, it is all one big happy melting pot of skills. I'm I'm kind of applying every day.
1: I love it. That's so cool. And, you know, I actually feel like just a total sidebar here because you brought this up, but I feel like my creative side or that the, kind of the musical side really helps me in my day job. Do you know what I mean? It's like a good balance or it helps me think about things more broadly. Do you find that as well?
0: I think you are right on because uh, this is not only a haphazard discovery. This is actually <laughs> systematically um, utilized by a lot of, you know, very accomplished people. Uh, for example, you know, um, uh, everyone has, you know, uh, you you know, walking. For example, uh, music, sure, um, are actually great tools for po- problem solving. You know, uh, Winston Churchill. Actually, I was just reading likes to lay bricks. I think um, many of these accomplished souls uh, pick walking. Walking really is the best way uh, to think. Sure. Uh, when you're trying to solve a problem, actually, the best way is not to focus on it. I think uh, music really, uh, you know, kind of enhance your, um, you know, problem solving skill, um, like in the background. And then, you know, that's why we, we say sleep on it uh, or just take a walk. So they have, I I believe, you know, profound truth.
1: In, in all of those Wow I love that that might be one of the best takeaways from today that has nothing to do with Zenny, right Wow um, <laughs> so glad we covered that uh, um, let's dive into Zenny. so share with our audience you know a little more about Zenny optical and and for those that may not know um, the brand or the company share a little bit of the backstory in terms of it, it's starting back in 2003 etc sounds
0: good my favorite topic uh, <laughs> the company really started in a garage. Um, it was uh, founded by my friends, Tibor and Julia, and both scientists. And, uh, you know, one is a Columbia-trained uh, physicist, mathematician, um, you know, talking about, you know, backstories. And the other, Julia Zen, uh, is a, a Georgetown-trained biologist, so they both had, uh, you know, science-related science uh, careers when they founded the company that they stumbled onto the idea um, of this void, this gap, um, where uh, it was really a very, uh, was a happy accident. Uh, then they founded the company literally in the garage, which is uh, in a part of a hillside. House wow. uh, behind the civic center in uh, Marin, uh, you know the Frank Lloyd Wright building. You know, at, um, you know, if you know the movie *Gattaca*. Absolutely, uh, Thurman. That was the building uh, where they filmed the movie. So the house is behind the civic center uh, with a extra large garage. So where they <laughs> uh, <laughs> use the garage garage for um, shooting, handling, you know, boxes. Um, so I. In the garage, many times before I joined the company as an employee, uh, you know, there uh, at the time, you know, uh, two uh, fishermen from uh, you know Asia uh, who served as their nannies uh, slash shipping managers, where keyboard was coding the first version of uh, the website in X card uh, in a little enclave inside the garage. Uh, where Julia was still a scientist, uh, you know, running uh, cultures um, every every morning. Then she had a lot of free time to do online marketing during the time she needed to wait for the culture to mature, right? So that was, um, uh, we're no longer in the garage. Um, uh, currently, Zenny is uh, the leader in online prescription eyewear. Um, yeah. uh, and just to be, clear that uh, prescription eyewear is the type of glasses where you know you need vision correction either for myopia you know hyperopia you know presbyopia right reading glasses so we are not exactly in the eyewear industry because it's actually quite different talking about plain old sunglasses plain old readers sure Uh, everything we sell is is custom made based on, you know, customers, uh, patients, prescriptions, choice of frames where we have a 3000 styles to offer and it's a FDA regulated medical device. Um, and then just like you pointed out earlier, you know, it is a life necessity. You know, people cannot really function without vision correction. Right. And then traditionally they are just so expensive.
1: Sure. Well that's Uh,
0: what Zenny is
1: able. Yeah. Yeah, no, I was just gonna say I didn't sorry to interrupt you there. I I found the pricing and the cost to be super reasonable. And I I I, I'm guessing that's one of your differentiators, but talk about you know what makes you guys different and how you're what's your approach to you know to fitting someone, I guess you could say
0: Yeah, so that's really the essence of Zenny. Uh, you know, the uh, the ending, the end result is really we are able, like you pointed out, uh, selling a life necessity, a FDA-regulated medical device, custom-made product at one-tenth the brick-and-mortar price.
1: Unbelievable. Literally. Wow.
0: Um, yeah, anything um, that would cost two to $300 to buy, you know, a single-vision myopia glasses, right, for near-sightedness. Uh, would cost like, you know, minimally, minimally like $200, $300. We're talking about, you know, just probably injection molded uh, plastic frames or acetate frames with CR39, just uh, not a high index lens uh, with or without anti-reflective coating. Uh, That price as any is $20, $30. And the way we are able to do that is really uh, um, based on our Uh, direct-to-consumer, vertically integrated business model where we own manufacturing.
1: Interesting. Um, Okay, so that's how you do it. Got it.
0: Yes, yes. We own manufacturing. I know there are a lot of other competitors who uh, make similar claims. But then um, uh, I, I'll be happy to delve into that just to explain the differences
1: too. Sure. I would love that. And so talk about um, how you guys, h- how does the process work? And then maybe then match that to the back end. So you have, a, a, from the customer perspective, they come to your website and then how does it work?
0: Right. So yeah. Um, Like we talked about, prescription eyewear is really, you know, a custom-made product. You really need that prescription from optometrists, right? Um, And then that's um, usually you're going to see a bunch of numbers, you know, that's listed under ODOS, means, you know, um, right eye, left eye. All Latin, you know, with numbers that look like minus two, minus three, sometimes you will see also sort of uh, having a, a stigmatism sure. uh, that is uh, listed under X's. So basically, that's your prescription uh, describing in order to correct your vision, what kind of prescription needs to needed to be accommodated on a pair of glasses. Got it. So that's really the start. Our, our website actually takes in that information. You go to the website site. You select frame a frame. Um, we have 3D try on. We have a variety of ways to um, allow customers to choose correctly. You know to look at your. Uh, you know, virtual try on uh, effect, wearing that frame virtually. Uh, and then you enter your prescription, you select a uh, uh, mirrors of uh, possibilities to upgrade or customize your lenses. We actually sell uh, blue blockers, um, for example, right. uh, blocks. sunglasses, polarized sunglasses, exactly, blocks, B-R-O-K-Z.
1: Love that. <laughs> um,
0: that is a, yeah, That's a, that's a very hot. Um, product a very hot topic. Like everyone is talking about, staying you know working from home, staying at home, yep, uh, in front of the screen all the time. So then the customization when ended, uh, you you can just um, click to pay, and then the glasses will be shipped to you within a week or or two.
1: Okay. So that's awesome. So, okay, that's the customer side. So, and they're able to get a sense for how it will look or, or, or whatnot, and, and then make their purchase. So then what happens next on the operational side? So order is submitted and then how do you guys, you know, custom manufacture, and how does that work? And that, and you were saying earlier that it's different than how other um, companies work in this space.
0: Right. Exactly. So basically uh, as soon as The order is captured by our online system, which is an Oracle-powered e-commerce system. Uh, Our own factory actually sees it, or we call it optical lab. That's how the optical industry calls the manufacturer. Um, You know, uh, uh, ours is outside of Shanghai. Oh, very nice. And then actually where most of the optical manufacturing uh, are done uh, for the entire world. Um, would receive the order simultaneously and start working on it. Uh, And then the factory uh, we currently have is um, um, in excess 250,000 square feet, one of the largest optical labs in the world, on par with some of the, the labs for the largest like VSP or, you know, Costco. Sure. Uh, we have just constructed another building that is, uh, double the size, uh, 500,000 square feet. Um, that is going to allow us to continue to grow. And currently we are selling about 25,000 pairs of prescription eyewear uh, a day. Oh my uh, that gosh. Is, uh,
1: wow. <laughs> That's amazing.
0: That is equivalent equivalent to about, uh, Fifteen hundred brick and mortar stores,
1: and <laughs> that's basically
0: the same scale of some of the largest chains in the country. You know, with um, you know a, a a brand would be considered a large one if it has five hundred to a thousand stores. We are equivalent to the volume of about one thousand five hundred stores
1: currently. Unbelievable! You know, one of the things about um, e-commerce is it's, it's hard. You can't really try it on. You you can do like you said you have some um tools and whatnot to to show how things will look it do you have a lot of returns you know where people get it and they're like ah it's not exactly how i wanted it or do you find that the tools you guys have or have helped eliminate that because that's one of the biggest challenges in retail right
0: right so there are definitely quite a a few questions to unpack there (laughs) um um, for first, first, first of all, our return rate is actually excellent. It's less than two percent. Wow, uh, it unbelievable! Is actually better than Break and mortar. It is actually very, very, very uh, impressive uh, low return rate. Um, and then uh, there are different ways talking about how we are able to do that. Um, I think um, there are just different ways to guide customers, making sure their choices are accurate. Uh, just to give you a few examples, um, one is uh, the virtual try-on function. We have worked with this company called Ditto, B-I-T-T-O, um, you know, that allows people to um, accurately scale uh, when oh. they are creating um, a little virtual head. Basically, it's a video recording that you can manipulate, uh, you know, uh, on a uh, on, a, on a computer or, or a cell phone and then overlaying with the correct scaling of the frame onto your face. You can even see the size, um, you know, how the temples are sitting on your ears. Um, so it was a good solution. So if you use that, chances are, you know, you won't pick the wrong size. You won't pick something that's going to not look uh, good on you. Uh, but then there are a lot of other ways. One is uh, the design, right? So design of frame. Uh, there are a lot of ways to make sure it fits easily, fits well. In addition to uh, making sure uh, the size choices are made correctly. Got it. Uh, we have a line of glasses called a universal bridge fit. So I'm I'm a um, Asian person. So you know my face shape. I mean I just looked at your picture on Spotify. Right. Um, so I have a very good guess of what would look good on you, um, <laughs> but then we certainly do not have, um, you know, the same face shape, right? Sure, or, that's you know, our bridge, the nose bridge, you have a more prominent br- nose bridge. Mine is okay, but it is narrower, right? I mean, I'm kind of making fun of myself, I have, like this <laughs> big, you know, melon head. So I need a, like a wider, more flexible, But then we have released this line called uh, Universal Bridge Fit. They are very hugging. Mm -hmm. They are made with a material called tr 90 which is an injection molding material Mm -hmm. uh, that is very flexible. You don't need to even have spring hinges to make it fit fit a variety width of heads. Um, That is something if I had to, if I have very little information of my patient, I would just pick that one because chances are um you know normal head would fit you know that the glasses would fit head between 120 and 140 millimeter heads uh regardless of that very variation. So that's smart design.
1: That's very um cool.
0: and then there are a, a lot of other ways to do it um after being in the industry for so long.
1: That's that's amazing. Um and and that's such a great thing that have such a low return rate. I mean, it's awesome. One of the things that I, you know, we get it, let's get into a little innovation or product talk here. One of the things I think is really cool on your site, and you guys have got to go um, and look at this in For I don't even wear glasses, but I think it's cool. I'm, I'm sure one day I will, and so, you know, great resource here. Um, mm-hmm. And I love kids. So I, you know, I, I saw, first of all, I was like under the blocks, I saw you have the gamer uh, glasses, which is interesting mm-hmm. and cool. But under the kids area, there's this thing called Planet CB. You guys have got to check this out. Coco and Breezy. <laughs> any. Um, uh-huh. And I love the positivity of this and like the fun aspect of this. So tell me about this.
0: Right. Coco and Greasy um, is really symbolic of um, um, the ways we are approaching our customers. Right. I mean, uh, in this case, really, they are up, up and coming, uh, very talented eyewear designer with a... Very strong mission um, for promoting this pos- positivity that you had mentioned. Actually, my daughter is a very big fan of them as I love well.
1: it. I they're love also,
0: it. Oh, they're they're wonderful. My, you know, um, I love the content that's been created. Uh, so they're twins. Uh, they are. Um, they really just uh, self taught, uh, and then uh, just. Uh, R- rose very quickly in the eyewear industry as uh, uh, unique designers with their unique taste and style and following. Um, so, you know, Zenny really is aimed at catering to the needs of everyone. Right. Everyone who needs glasses. Um, and then that means uh, really different um, age, uh, different ethnicity. I just mentioned, you know, um, just, you know, uh, alternative face shapes. Uh, And Cocoa Breezy collaboration is really, um, is based on our uh, goal to really serve that preteen, you know, kids population. Um, and uh, there, there are not a lot of uh, designers who are designing for them. Right. right. And then the kids usually, you know, they just don't have that style that really represents their personality. Personality, uh, right? With that attention, yeah. So, um, yeah. So we pull it together very quickly, and then with our, um, you know, deep-rooted connections with, uh, you know. Eyewear um, industry we have we work with um, some of the best odm oem True. frame factories and we in addition to producing some of the frames ourselves um we were able to you know um uh launch this really impressive and lovely collection yeah
1: it's really cool Thank Thank you neat, for being neat collaboration it yeah it's a neat collaboration something different you know what i mean and i love the positivity yeah. of it um so What's trending? Like, what you've been um, at Zenni now? Uh, what six or seven years? Five, six years. Um, what's what's trending from a consumer perspective? What's changed, or is it pretty consistent?
0: Yeah. Um, so d- definitely, we see a lot of trends that, that are emerging and morphing and you know changing. Uh, I, I guess the big he- headline here is um, uh, blue blocker lenses. Uh, that is um, one of the best performers uh, for our company. Um, we have this uh, lens you actually mentioned earlier called blocks, B R O K Z, blue blocker lenses. Sure. That's a, a premium advanced lens technology that we uh, work with uh, Mitsui Chemicals uh, in Tokyo. They are the lens monomer giant, actually, unbeknownst. Uh, to most consumers, uh, all of the high-index material used in the world are almost entirely provided by Mitsui Chemicals. This is one of those multi-billion-dollar, uh, you know, multinational company that you are a consumer of. You just don't know, right?
1: Right. Totally. <laughs> like, like
0: the car totally. industry.
1: Yep. Right. Absolutely. They're
0: they're totally in the background. They don't really deal with consumers directly. But then one of the things we were able to leverage was that we are vertically integrated. We are, you know, we do uh, almost 80% of the um, work in the optical industry, all the way from manufacturing to consumer, which is very different from traditional business model where you have optometrists, opticians, then um, the chain would contract with a wholesale lab. And then uh, there are so many middlemen, right? That we cut. So this allows us to really work directly with the source, in this case, a chemical R&D company to uh, really uh, create this uh, consumer-facing blue blocker product, which cuts all the 420 nanometer high-energy blue light and below, and including all the UV ranges. Uh, That turns out to be a huge hit. Um, That is... Um, Obviously, we not only have like the regular blue blocker lenses that is clear, we also can make them into photochromic, means they turn dark outside um, under UV. Uh, Or um, we have sunglasses versions of it. We have a Trivex version, which is an impact resistant version of it. Uh, And then the whole category of blue blocker is just uh, quickly becoming like thirty percent of our total sales. Wow! So that is definitely a huge change in the industry. Usually, optical industry is uh, marked by very slow adoption of new lens technology because it just the commercialization takes so many years. Absolutely, but that's all changed within.
1: Wow. And has COVID helped drive some of that? Or has that been just kind of an additive, you know, um, yeah, force? Yeah, absolutely. Okay. absolutely. Interesting.
0: Yeah, definitely. You're, you're right on. I mean, 2020 is just so unique. Yeah, um, <laughs> that's for sure. That, you know, co- COVID actually has uh, accelerated our growth. Uh, I actually doubled our growth trajectory, um, you know, since April. Uh, and then also accelerated the demand for blue blocker lenses. I guess everyone is, you know, looking at screens, yep. uh, looking, right. at screens looking at screens, looking at a cell phone, you know, just, uh, um, <laughs> yeah. So all of a sudden that is um, really trendy. Then, you know, I was definitely able to persuade my daughter to wear her plano, right? No prescription glasses. <laughs> That's the idea for you because right. you should have. Uh, plano, plus blocks, blue blocker glasses. Even though you
1: don't need. Ah, oh, got it. I could do that then. That will be my yeah. order. That's what I'll be ordering. Um, I can't wait to try out the fitter, the fitting technology. Um, okay, bye. A this lot is... of ideas
0: for you for sure. Yeah, <laughs> I'm gonna. I will do that.
1: <laughs> um, so share with our audience where they can find you, how they can connect with you, how they can get your products and and whatnot.
0: Sure. Simple zenni.com, (laughs) Z-E-N-N-I.com. That's so
1: easy. And of course, buy is on LinkedIn and whatnot if you have a product question. Um, This has been so awesome. I love this brand. Yeah, I'm going to check out the uh, non-prescription screen-worthy glasses. I don't know what they're called exactly, but I'm going to check those out because I think that would be interesting. I could probably use those.
0: Sounds good. Yeah, definitely get your blog lenses. You know, you need that protection. Totally. Uh, we're going to be at home for, for a while. <laughs> <laughs> it's
1: true. Well, hey, thanks so much for coming on the podcast.
0: Thank you for having me. The Contender Cast is sponsored by Henderson Shapiro Peck and powered by Contender Brands.